Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, episode 54. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick. This podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And this week, we are doing something a little bit different. There's no intro music. Uh, and the title of this podcast is Building Your Business, a Tough Love Pep Talk. And that is what I'm going to be giving you today. This is a bonus episode. It is something a little bit different. And in all honesty, it's really just me giving a bit of a reality check to anybody out there who has just started a business or they've been in business for a little while and they are thinking that maybe they should just give up. Or you've just started a business and you're wondering why you haven't already made six figures in the first 12 weeks of starting. So so I hope that this is helpful, but it is a pep talk and it is something that I am really passionate about talking about. So today I'm going to be talking about what it takes to get clients, how long it can take to build your business what it takes to be successful, how you need to show up, why you need to get rid of the excuses and why self-awareness and grit is everything in business. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's start with what it takes to get clients. Now, because obviously I'm a business coach, I have had a lot of people come to me over the last couple of years and say, I want to make a hundred grand in the next six to 12 months. Now, just a little side note, they've got no audience. They've not had a business before. They currently have no following. They're not exactly clear on their products and services. And there is no message around why what they do is important, how it impacts the people that they're looking to serve and what the offering is as well. So when it comes to getting clients, it's really important that you understand a couple of things. Number one, it takes time. It's not just going to happen overnight. Now, if you do something, if you have a specific expertise and you already have people that want to work with you, then you can get clients pretty quickly because you've actually started your business based on specific demand. And I'll give you an example of that. It took me time to get clients, but when I started, I already had women that I was working with who had friends that they were like, you have to work with this person too. So I created an offering very quickly that was in direct need to the demand that I had been given already. So whilst I didn't have a lot of clients to start with, that's where I got my first couple of clients from. And then it was through those interactions that I started to, one, build a little bit of an audience, two, get referrals because they knew other people, and three, I got really clear on what it was that I wanted to be known for and what it was that I wanted to offer. Now, the other thing around that is that that has evolved and changed over the last four to five years, which is how long I've had the connection exchange, how long I've been business coaching, etc. The second thing is you have to show up every day and start connecting with people. Now, the way that business is right now, we've got a lot of choice. There are a lot of people out there that may do similar things. And so it's really up to us to think about how we show up 
and how we connect with people. Now, if you think about the people that you've hired to do things for you, what was the process that you went through? Did you just kind of find them and immediately buy from them or just hop onto their Instagram and just think, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to hire them to do whatever. Now, when it comes to a product-based business, if you're looking for a candle, then you might just purchase a candle that you find online through a business. If it's clothing, then you might see something you like and purchase it. But if you are a service-based business, in reality, there are very few times where somebody's just going to find you and hire you without building some sort of awareness of you and trust. So my guess is, is that the people that you hired in a service-based way that was not a small amount of money is that you found them, you started following them, and then you decided to check them out even more. So you went to their website, you learned more about them, maybe you checked out their testimonials, you wanted to get to know them. And I'm sure their message really resonated for you if you decided to hire them. Now, maybe you looked at potentially how you could work with them and then you purchase from them. And that's how most businesses work. So unless you've got something completely different to what other people offer, then you have to understand that you've got to show up and start connecting with people. And there really is no shortcut to that. There is no shortcut to building relationships. There's no shortcut to building trust unless you've got other people with really large followings who are singing your praises and referring you constantly that really is just one of the channels that you can get business from you've obviously got to do your own work and show up on your own channels to build that trust with the people that are following you the second thing is what does it take to be successful so having a really clear idea for now of what you want to do, and I'm saying for now because it will change, you know, what you want to offer, what the benefit is to your audience. If you haven't spoken with a whole bunch of people who are your potential clients or the people that you're targeting, then I'm going to ask you why not? You know, you have to know your audience and what their pain points are and what they want and what they want to be in the world and what they want to do and what they want to have. You have to get under the skin of your audience. You've got to share your story, your vulnerabilities, as well as your knowledge and your strengths. So, you know, what you're an expert in and what you can help them to do. You need to understand that nothing comes quickly. All of the people you see who are successful and who have wait lists or sold out programs or are filling stadiums and all the rest of it, they have been in business for 10 years. They have worked year on year to build what they have. They're the ones that keep showing up and doing the work and growing their audience even when it's hard, even when nobody's responding, even when they're not selling anything because they understand that it's a long game and that you don't just show up and all of a sudden everything works. Even people who you think have all of a sudden come out of nowhere and just started, they have all said that they tried different things. They had different iterations of their business, different iterations of their products, and they're still crafting it and honing it and building it. So, it really takes that time for you to understand what works. The other thing with that is that the market changes all the time. So you have got to learn to pivot quickly. 
So what do you need to do? Well, the first thing is you need to be tenacious, patient and driven. You, If you don't want to hustle, that's fine. Yeah. For me, when I talk about hustling, it means that I've got a really clear goal of what I want to do and I do everything in my power to achieve that goal. That's what hustling is for me. I know that hustling's had a really bad sort of rep um, and you can use whatever word works for you. Tenacity is a good one. It is seeing the goal and going after it and making sure that you are leaving no stone unturned, that you are doing everything that you need to do. Yeah? Yeah. And that you have made a decision to do the things that are uncomfortable. Not only that, but that you're willing to learn to move quickly and be really agile in your business. So read the market, try different things, see what you enjoy, what works, what sells, and then learn and pivot from there. I've said it before, things I have loved have flopped and things that I've not enjoyed as much have done really well. I feel like after five years in business, I've finally settled in to having the products and services that I love and that are really profitable and serve my audience really well. But it's only because I have really dove into knowing my audience and asking them lots of questions and really understanding that these two or three people who are in my community and who buy everything that I create, they are my ideal client. They are the ones who I create things for because they're the ones that I want to serve. And so the things that I create really resonate for them. So I use them as my baseline. And when I am thinking about doing something new, they are the people I go to because I want a million of them. I want a million women in business who are like them, who want the things that I have. And so you have to understand that you have got to learn as you go as well. And all of the products and services I have right now, they support what I want to be known for. Now, some of them have been around for a few years. So Play Big Brand Bowl, I started, I think it was two years ago. We're in year three now. And the workshops that I've done, I've done different iterations of them and I feel like I've really settled into those now and I love them and they deliver exactly what I want them to to my audience. But there have been a lot of things that I've tried that haven't worked. So if you think that you'll just nail it first time around, then I'm here to tell you that that seldom happens. But I just want you to be okay with that. I think what happens a lot of the time is that we try things and they aren't as successful as we want them to be, or we don't value the three people that signed up or the one person that showed up or the 10 people that decided to come along and buy. We think that that's a failure because we see all of these people who have got millions or hundreds of thousands or thousands of followers. We think that if we don't have the same level of success immediately, that it wasn't worth it, that it wasn't successful, that we didn't win in that instance. And it's just so important to understand that you have to grow your business. It's like a plant. You plant the seed, you water it, you tend to it, you give it attention, you give it love, and it grows over time. Your business is literally like a tree. Does a big, amazing tree grow in three months? Yeah, if you're ever thinking about why is this not happening faster for me, I just want you to really understand that that's what it takes. 
and that you may have some real success at different times, but it's something that you've got to keep at on a regular basis. And in order to do that, the next point is you've got to get rid of the excuses. Now, if you're sitting there listening to this podcast and you've got a whole lot of excuses popping up in your head, then I am calling you on that. You either want this or you don't. You know, I share a story on my Play Big Brand Bold sales page in a video where there was a moment a few years ago where I had to call myself out on my own behavior and I had to make the decision to show up and do the things that are uncomfortable. I had to know what was uncomfortable for me and then decide how bad do I want this? Was I going to show up more? Was I going to recognize that I wanted to be a leader in my field and not be embarrassed to claim that space and be bold about it? Was I going to choose to play big and was I going to choose to brand bold? And was I going to encourage and support other women to do the same. We have excuses so that we feel safe and stay playing small. We have excuses to give ourselves an opt out. We have excuses that we don't have to do the things that we find hard. And if you're not willing to do the things that are hard, uncomfortable, or that stretch you, then business may not be for you. Because I don't know a single person in business who doesn't struggle with the reality of doing the hard stuff. I know that being a business owner has totally been glorified, that it's glamorous and it's amazing and there, you know, and there are moments that are amazing. Otherwise, we wouldn't do what we do. But I think that there is, I don't know what it is. There's a lack of reality around how hard it is. And what you have to go through to get to the glamorous stuff and what you have to go through to be successful. Did you think that it was going to be easy? I guess that's my question. Maybe you did. Maybe because you look at what other people do and you think, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And you can. But I just think that there is definitely things that are happening in the business world where people just think that tomorrow I'll be successful and I'll get a client and it'll be awesome and I'll be done. And that's just not how it is. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was self-awareness. One thing I see a lot is a lack of self-awareness and honesty. There are the excuses, but there is either a choice to be blind to what you need to work on yourself, or there is a genuine lack of self-awareness. So when I talk about self-awareness, it's recognizing what you're really good at and recognizing what you need to move, learn, grow, change, or shift as well. That self-awareness means that you can get the help that you need where you need it and that you can recognize when you're a barrier, that means you are a barrier to your own success. But the great thing is, is that if you know it and you see it, then you can change it. So self-awareness is also about being realistic when it comes to what it takes and what you're willing to do. So could I be doing more in my business? Yes is the answer. Am I working as hard as I could? No is the answer. I watch, so this is me reflecting on myself. I watch TV every night. I am addicted to billions. Um, I choose not to work on weekends. There are just boundaries that I've put in place for myself 
But when I started my business for the first two years, I worked night and day, weekends as well. And I was working a full-time job. So I did what I had to do to get things off the ground and make it happen. But it was hard. But I made a conscious decision that this is what I wanted and this was going to be the work that I wanted to do. And I was going to do everything in my power to make it a successful. And at the end of the day, that's what I did. Yeah, I did not stop when it got hard. I did not stop when it took so much longer than I thought it was going to. And eventually I went part time and I still work a couple of days in my corporate job because I love it and I enjoy it and I run that branding division. But those are the decisions that I've made for myself and you have to make the decisions that are right for you. And I say this all the time. One of my friends who has got an amazing tech startup and she's doing awesome and is on, you know, the best 30 under 30 hot lists for entrepreneurs and all the rest of it. She continued to be a barista part time while she was building her business in order to do what she had to do to make it a success. And I think a lot of times we think that if we just throw it all in and do what we have to do, that it will work. And sometimes it will, but you have to decide what else am I willing to do to make this work? And there's no simple answer for that. That is a decision you have to make yourself. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is grit and grit is everything. So Google says grit is the persistence and perseverance and passion to achieve long-term goals. Sometimes you will hear grit referred to as mental toughness. Angela Duckworth, a researcher at the University of Pennsylvania, suggests that grit is a strong predictor of success and ability to reach one's goals. And so grit is exactly what it says on the tin. So my question to you is how bad do you want this? If I said it was gonna take two years to get your business off the ground, would you still do it? If I said it was gonna take five years, would you still do it? If I said you'll only reach what you really want for your business, in the next 10 years, would you do it? What would you do to make it happen? What would you take on to make it happen? What would you change to make it happen? Or would you decide that that's too long and that's too hard and so you're just not going to do it and you're going to throw it in? Once again, everybody who is anybody who has been successful has said it took way longer than they thought it would but they stuck in there and they did what they had to do to make it happen. So my question is, do you have the grit to make this work? Are you willing to get uncomfortable and persevere? And do you have the passion to achieve your long-term goals? You know, how big is your vision? They talk about your why, but I think about it as my vision. My vision is to serve more women globally to help them play big and brand bold, to help them to love, to learn, to market their business and to share what it is they've got to say and for them to step up to be leaders in their field. That is my big vision. Yeah, and so that is what I hold close to and tight to every day. When I send audio DMs to clients and I say, you have got to step up and you have got to choose to be a leader. That is why I do what I do. 
when I say to somebody, I have to be honest with you, I don't see you showing up. So you can't complain that your business is not going where you want it to go if you're not willing to do the work that has to be done. How serious are you about this business or are you just wanting to play at it? And I'm doing that in inverted commas because you thought that you'd make six figures in 12 months. Do you have the mental toughness and tenacity to stick with this? Are you willing to find the confidence through all those small acts of courage to achieve what you want? And are you going to fold when it gets too hard because you didn't reach the goals you wanted in the first 10 weeks? So I'm just going to say it is time to woman up and make the decision. I am nowhere near where I thought I would be by now. I'm in a good place and I love my business and I love what I'm doing, but there is so much that I still haven't done. But I can guarantee you that I am not going anywhere, even if it takes another 10 years, because I am not going to look back on my dream and my big goals and desires and say, I didn't have enough grit and determination and I didn't have enough self-awareness to really see where I needed to change and evolve. And so I am giving you this pep talk and sharing this with you because I want you to dig in and I want you to decide how bad you want this. And I want you to stop putting all of these limitations on yourself about what you think it should be. It is time to decide to be a leader in your field. It is time to show your face. It is time to step up and do the things that you find uncomfortable and do it every single day. And if you're not willing to do it, then you've got to decide whether you really want this or not. But the big question I want you to ask yourself is, if you don't do it, what are you going to regret? So that is this week's bonus episode it's a little bit of tough love but can I just say it's done with a whole lot of love because I want big things for you and I want you to get out of your own way and I want you to feel excited about the achievements that you're making and the difference that you're making in the lives of your clients and the things that you are doing that You never thought in a million years you would do, but you have 100% got it in you to do it. And I just want you to know that I am cheering for you and the women who follow you are cheering for you and the people who love you are cheering for you. Have an amazing week and I'll speak to you soon.